Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for tuning in to our Stolen Lunches 6 a.m. prayer call. We meet every Monday and Wednesday at 6 a.m. as a community to pray. If it is that you have any prayer requests or you want to join us live, log on to our website, stolenlunches.org slash pray. My name is Jacinda. Thank you so much for joining our 6 a.m. prayer call every Monday and every single Wednesday. We pray, and it means a lot that you know, you didn't hit the snooze or that you didn't make any excuses to miss this time because I have a word for you and I just pray that it motivates you and that it inspires you and that you are super excited to get up and do the will of God this morning. What's beautiful about our prayer time is we are coming together. Just think about it. There's so many people on this call right now, um, different cities, different states, different time zones even, Um, different issues that we're all facing in our life currently. But at this moment, at this – different churches, you know, at this moment, at this time, we're coming together to pray. We're coming together um, to be poured into from none other than the Holy Spirit, than Jesus Christ himself, to give us everything we need to arm ourselves with the full body and the full armor of God so we can go out and do the work that he's called us to do today. So that's what I think is so beautiful, and that's what I love about this on the receiving end or even putting a word together. So um, basically, as you guys know, every Tuesday and Wednesday at 7 p.m., we have a virtual Bible study. And so I typically lead the last Wednesday, so I'm usually coming right behind our cool couple's virtual Bible study. And so I'm going to kind of do a switcheroo from our lesson from last night, but our lesson from last night is definitely for you too. So I want to do a couple questions with you right now, and I want you to be true, be true with yourself with these questions that I ask. Um, The first question I have is, have you ever been cut off on the highway and just got so mad at that other person? Maybe you said a few choice words, but you were so angry and it probably lasted for, you know, a little while after that. You know, just have that real conversation with yourself and be like, mm-hmm, sure I did. It's <laughs> probably been one or two times, maybe a time recently. Uh, question number two, have you ever been mad at your server, uh, at the waitress, um, at, at, your, at a restaurant before because maybe they didn't get your order right or maybe because the food was taking too long and you just started to see red and get so mad and be like, why did I get this person out of everyone else here? Or maybe this, maybe you've been annoyed recently from a boss having that supervisor that just doesn't get it or you have coworkers that you really have to make sure you stay away from because they're just not good you know, not good to be around. Have you ever had to have words with someone at a grocery store, maybe because they cut in line or stole your parking space or bumped into your cart? Um, Have you ever been fed up with your kids? It's so crazy. It's like you prayed for them. They're the blessing, but sometimes the blessing can be annoying sometimes, right? Have you ever gotten an attitude with your love, whether it's your boyfriend, girlfriend, fiancé, husband, wife, just got annoyed. You know what I mean? Cut your neck, rolled your eyes. I don't feel like talking to you right now. Just mad. I'm kind of stirring up some anger in you right now, right? Have you ever felt hurt from a friend, someone who you thought had your best interests, had your back, but just ended up feeling hurt from something that transpired? Well, did you ever consider that the person and or people that we're talking about right now that you're actually mad at, 
They're Jesus' child, too. They're Jesus' child, and Jesus absolutely loves them. Have you ever considered that? I think sometimes we go through life day to day, and we look at people as just people. But this morning, I want to arm us with putting on the lens of Jesus. Imagine like you're putting on glasses, right, to where you can see people the way Jesus sees them. Because we all know Jesus loves us. We know Jesus loves us unconditionally. I mean, guys, we've messed up so many times in our life. Jesus has been like, don't do that. Don't do that. Holy Spirit be like, don't go there. Don't go to that man's house. It's late at night. You know you're not supposed to go there. I just said that because that's what I've heard a lot. <laughs> but don't don't cuss that man out on the, on the interstate, you know, or don't get up and leave and not leave that person a tip even though there was bad service. You hear the Holy Spirit speaking to us and telling us things all the time. But this morning, I want to remind you that they're Jesus' children too. And I want you to put on the glasses of Jesus to see them in the way he sees them, right? Because what we're called to do is be the hands and the feet and the heart of Jesus, which means we're supposed to love them. We're not supposed to look at them as just another stranger in the store who kind of cut me off or their child bumped into me and made me drop the thing of spaghetti everywhere and now I'm mad at them for it. We're supposed to still offer them grace, give them love, even in the midst of it. That's true, um, that's true discipleship. That's true, um, that's true examples of kingdom. Imagine someone who does not know Jesus, right? And they know in this particular instance, you should hate me because of what I just did to you. I just had your food come out an hour later. It was cold. It was wrong. It was everything. You should be mad at me. But imagine a table where people are still showing you grace, still showing you love, actually asking about you. Imagine how that person would be like, whoa, these people are so nice to me. What kind of love do they have? Because I want that. So how can you as a son or daughter today, you're a son and daughter of the Most High, and God has told us so many times to do things a certain way, and we stray. We go the other way. He still loves you and still says, I'm right here, daughter. I'm right here, son. Come on back. I love you. Still forgives us. Still loves us. And guess what? Still blesses us. Still covers us. Still um is working behind the scenes whether we're in line or not. So how can you as a son or daughter of the Most High show that type of love, the love of Jesus to everyone? The scripture, the, the verse that came, can you think of a story, like a, 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 any scripture story that you could think of right now where Jesus shows this type of love? Uh, I don't know what stories came up to you. Drop them in the group me when we get off at 6 a.m. or when we get off of this call. I always say 6 a.m. You know, my prayer calls go a little long. But in this one, the story I thought of was the woman at the well. Mm. That Thank you, Jesus, for that story because <clears throat> there are a lot of things that happen here that I was like, mm, apply it to today. Apply it to our life right now, and, and would it happen the same way? So let me go to my notes real quick in my, uh, in my phone. Um, we're going to be out of John 4, uh, 7 through 14. John 4, 
7 through 14. Now today, when you get to work, I kind of want you to read the whole story about the woman at the well because there's some parts I'm not going to get to just due to time. And it's just a great reminder, and it just feels good to be in your word in the morning. It just feels good to read the word, read the scripture. So um, I'm going to start with 7, and it says, um, you know, well, basically 6 is Jesus has been tired. He's been working in other um, places he's been journeying uh, through the night. The, uh, his disciples actually went to go get food, and he's tired, and he's just kind of sitting on, on, on the well of Jacob. Jay, Jacob was the one that had this well and just blessed this whole town because of it. So verse 7 says, A Samaritan woman came to draw water, and Jesus said to her, Will you give me a drink? And uh, verse 8 says, His disciples had gone to town to buy food. So 9, the Samaritan woman said to him, You are a Jew. I'm a Samaritan woman. How can you ask me for a drink? For, and this is in parentheses, for Jews do not associate with Samaritans. So verse 10 says, Jesus answered, If you knew the gift of God and knew it is, um, and knew who it is that asked for, asked you for a drink, you would have asked him and he would have given you living water. Read that again because I messed up a little bit. It was a little hard to read it. Jesus answered her and said, If you knew the gift of God, and who it is that asks you for a drink, you would have asked him, and he would have given you living water. So 11 says, Sir, the woman said, you have nothing to draw with, and the well is deep. Where can you get this living water? Are you greater than our father Jacob, who gave us this well, and drank from it himself, as did also his sons in the livestock? 13 says, Jesus answered, Everyone who drinks this water will be thirsty again. But whoever drinks the water I give them will never thirst. Indeed, the water I give them will become um, in them a spring of water, welling up to eternal life. So we're out of verse 7 through 14. I would love for you to keep going because it just gets so good. I want to just really um, focus on, like, just a couple verses if we can. So verse 7, verse 7. When a Samaritan woman came to draw water, Jesus said to her, will you give me a drink? I want to focus on verse 7. I'm going to come down your street, y'all. Will you give me a drink? Jesus spoke to this woman. We can learn so much by just the example of Jesus in so many different stories in the Bible. How many times have you been at the gas station? You don't talk to the person at the other, you know, who's pumping gas in the other thing. We don't talk to one another, y'all. We are very keep to ourselves. And here's the thing. As a representation of the kingdom, you're so loved. Hey, how are you today? Good morning. Hope you have a blessed day. It's just a smile. Have you ever walked down the street and just simply just tested, just gave a smile to someone and watched them smile back? It's cr- and that little smile to them, I bet they're like, whoa, that woman's nice. Or, whoa, that person's happy. You know, and then you just made them smile. That could actually be a small little, like, butterfly flap in the wind that could change their day, change their mood, you know? Guys, I challenge you today, talk to people around you. Talk to people around you. Smile. Commune with people. Connect and show love. If we're not talking, if we're not communing, if we're not being connected with other people, you can't show love. So we have to be in connection some kind of way to show love. If maybe you're working from home and you're on Zooms all day, why don't you private message people and just say, hope you have a great day. 
on the Zoom. Try something different. Try something different. But just like Jesus, he just spoke to this woman. And he said, will you give me a drink? He could have sat there and not said anything. But he spoke to her. And that takes me to my next point. Um, verse 9, it says, uh, it says the Samaritan woman said to him, you are a Jew and I'm a Samaritan. Now let's be real here. Why is it that we don't talk a lot of times? Um, the law of the world will kind of separate us easily, easily, right? Um, I want you to be able to show love to people all day today just as a practice to really test your um, comfort zone and discomfort. But regardless of your feelings, regardless of how the person looks, regardless of their faults, regardless of the differences, regardless of where you where you where you are, and this is a challenge for me too, because I definitely keep to myself a lot, especially when I'm in public. But to, to break us out of that and, and to and to break any type of law that it may be, to say, Hey, good morning. I mean, how weird would it be to be like, Can I buy you a coffee? Is there something you need inside? That's so weird. But that's showing love, right? What Jesus did was so weird. Jesus isn't supposed to talk to this woman. By law, I mean, think of the law right now. Think of the things that are separating us right now. Imagine the same type of law back then. Samaritans were not supposed to connect with Jews at all, period. She looked at him and was like, you're a Jew. You're not supposed to be here. You're not supposed to be talking to me. Jesus broke those rules. Guys, we need to break some of these rules, break some of these stigmas, break some of the, these things around us. We need to talk to people. We need to connect, and we need to show them love. What ended up happening, and this is why I want you to read the rest of um, the story today, just to be reminded of it, because um, this woman's testimony, her conversation with him, ended up um, blessing her entire town. This woman ended up being like one of the first people in the Bible to run and tell the good news of Jesus Christ. This woman, this woman who he broke, um, you know, rules for, this woman who he just randomly spoke to. And he even said, like, later on in, in, the, in the chapters, he even, was, he even told his disciples, his disciples bring food. And he's like, nah, I'm, I'm eating from something different. He didn't even really need the water. He didn't even need it. He wasn't even thirsty for that. He was doing the work of the Lord, and the Lord was providing everything that he needed. But what he did right here in speaking to this woman ended up changing her life and ended up changing a whole town's life. She was the first woman to go and spread and give the good news of Jesus Christ. They believed him because of the woman's testimony. Imagine you breaking barriers today, right? Showing love, smiling, being putting on the lens of Jesus, looking at people the way Jesus sees them, and really equipping yourself and your voice and your hands to do the work of God. Imagine how that alone could be a testimony to someone else. I don't know what it was, but this woman just came and started speaking to me, and then she bought my lunch, and she, she left her email and, or, or took my email, and then she emailed me a prayer today. It was so crazy. Like, imagine the things that we can do that are at our fingertips but we choose not to do all the time because it would be weird. I challenge you today to step out of it, and I promise you, oh, my gosh, God is just going to have a field day with you because it's a ripple effect as you pour into other people's lives and how it changes them and changes other people around them. 
It literally is a path forward, I promise. So we don't have to always, like, preach and teach. You don't always have to have your Bible in your hand, be preaching to people, you know, about Jesus. Sometimes it's just in your actions, and sometimes it's as simple as showing love. We need to show unconditional agape love like Jesus did, the one that does not deserve anything. I don't have to know you to give you love. It doesn't have to be earned. Um, It doesn't even need to be reciprocated. Put on the glasses of Jesus today, and I challenge you to look at people like Jesus looks at them. As, as with all the love and admiration that he has for you, he has for everyone else, and we need to be reminded of that. Show that you see people and that they're heard. Give them that respect and that love today. Um, I promise you'll feel the blessings, and so will they. So today I challenge you, how can you love others today just like Jesus does? That's our devotion. I'm going to go ahead and pray. Heavenly Father, God, I thank you so much for this word that just um, provokes change inside of us. Um, God, it came down my street for sure in so many areas that, um, that I can step up and do better. Um, I think a lot of us have fallen comfortable, just comfortable in our own ways of doing things. But, God, this morning you challenged us to step it up to show love, to give love, no matter what someone looks like, what they're wearing, where they are, um, the things that separate us, but just to give them a smile, just to speak to them, to commune with them so that we can show them uh, the love of Jesus. Thank you for, um, for the correction that he gave in all of us this morning. Thank you for the challenge and the reminder that you gave all of us, Lord God, and we're excited um, to take the will of the Lord out um, and to apply it to our lives, Lord God. Um, I'm just already speaking expectancy for the people's lives who will be changed because of the love that we show them. And just the small things, the small areas, God, I'm excited and walk and believing and having expectancy of the people that they're going to bless and that they're going to change because of the small acts that we, that we imposed on them throughout the day. So just thank you for that. Um, you know, love does overcome all things, hate, anger, anything, um, jealousy, Lord God. Love wins. Love wins. Love is vulnerable. Um, love can be scary at times, but God, you've equipped us to take this walk. And so we say yes, um, we surrender any um, insecurities that we may have, any feelings that we may have. Um, and God, we ask you to help us, help us, Lord God. We're not, um, we're, we try to be like you every day, Lord God, but in some of the areas that we struggle in, Lord, can you show us how to show love in that instance? Can you show us how to stop down and get outside of ourselves so that we can see people with the love that you have for them, um, that same love that you have for us, um, no matter what we do that, that may wrong you or um, take us out of the will of the Lord or that may um, take us um, the long route from our calling, Lord. I just pray that even in those times you forgive us and you still welcome us home, can you show us how to have that same love toward other people? Um, God, we thank you for what you're doing in our lives. Um, God, will you continue to cover us and protect us, to keep us whole, keep us healthy, and keep us dialed into you. 
Holy Spirit, will you move? Holy Spirit, will you move? Holy Spirit, will you move in us? Will you direct our, our path, our steps, Lord? Orchestrate where you want us to go, who you want us to speak to. God, send us as your vessel, as a messenger for you, Lord God. Um, we are excited for the, the small projects and the small assignments that you give us, Lord God. So today we are uh, refueled up. We are overflowing with your love. We have the assignment, and we are ready to do your will, to do your work of the Lord, God. We say yes, yes, yes to everything that you have for us, God, because we know in doing the work, um, God, the, the blessing comes back to us too. And so we're excited um, as to what's to come. So continue to have your way in our heart and speak to us, God, and clean up any area that's not of you. Any area that's not of you, God, we ask that um, you just get rid of it and in that empty space fill it with, um, with your love, God, with your peace, with your joy, God, with all the fruits of, uh, of the Lord, um, God, so that we can just continue to be amped up for Christ. And we thank you for each person on this call. It's in Jesus' name that we pray. Amen. Thank you for tuning in to Stolen Lunch's prayer call today. You could join us live Monday and Wednesdays at 6 a.m. Eastern time. Log on to stolenlunches.org slash pray for more details.